Hey everybody, welcome back to Kingdom Conversation. This is your host, Gabe Ballard. I'm here in my office on Thursday, um, August 3rd, 2.13. Uh, my dad is not here today, and let me tell you why. It's kind of an embarrassing story, but a funny story. So we uh, we have a podcast mixer that uh, allows us to have multiple podcast mics, uh, allows us to do phone calls, all that stuff. And all this stuff's fairly new. Uh, the mixer, I mean, we've had the mixer for seven or eight months now, and we record onto our Mac, onto my MacBook, and we edit on there and everything like that before we release. And uh, somewhere, somehow, during an update, or maybe it was myself, I don't know, but we recorded the podcast yesterday, me and my dad, a good conversation with the MacBook microphone. It sounded awful. Uh, sound like dad was really far away and I was right next to, uh, the computer. So today I'm going to record a short podcast by myself. Uh, I wish my dad was on here. Uh, he is not out of town. He's just not here in the office today. And so, uh, bear with me today. I have a cold and, uh, I just want to make sure, you know, I'm not trying to be weird on the microphone or anything like that. And, uh, and so, uh, my dad will listen to this and say, well, you should have listened. No, he didn't say anything. But uh, one thing we started off with yesterday on our podcast, I do want to say yesterday was a one-year anniversary of the passing of my Uncle Tom. Uh, a year ago today, he was found uh, unresponsive, and uh, he was with the Lord at that time when he was found by a family member. And uh, and so... Um, we are honoring him this week, yesterday, today, really every day. But uh, it put us, it puts into perspective how quick things happened last year. And uh, he was, he struggled with cancer and uh, an issue with his brain, a nerve in his brain, and throat cancer, tongue cancer. All this stuff was getting thrown on him in 15 months. In August 1st of last year, 2022, he was told that his cancer was no longer there. And, um, the next day he had passed away. Um, unfortunately his body had just been through so much chemo and radiation that, uh, it was just really hard to, uh, go through all this. And so, uh, we don't really know the situation. I don't remember if I was told or not, but, uh, we honor you, uncle Tom today. Obviously you're not listening, but you're up there, uh, with, my grandmother and my grandpa today, your your parents and many other loved ones and family members and people that you helped uh, get into the kingdom of God. So we honor you today, Uncle Tom. We miss you. We love you. But it puts into perspective again how fast our lives can change. And uh, we're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised the next hour. So if you're listening today, I'd encourage you to, uh, if you don't know the Lord, I would love for you to to know who Jesus is. This isn't a forcing it. I'm not putting anything down anybody's throat, but please, if you have an opportunity to know who Jesus is before he comes back or before uh, your life on this earth ends, please uh, find a pastor. Uh, email me at pastorgabe at connectionchurchoh.org. If you have any questions, uh, I'd love to email you. Um, eternity is a scary thing, but also a fun thing if you belong into the body of Christ, if your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. It doesn't matter what denomination, Methodists, Baptists, Nazarene, Lutheran, Pentecostal, non-denominational, evangelical, all that. 
you know Jesus, you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you accepted him into your life, you repented of your sins, you pick up your cross daily and follow him, and you believe that you were saved by faith through his grace, uh, God's grace, when he sent his son Jesus to die for us. And uh, and so um, I know one day I will see my Uncle Tom again. It's not because I say so. It's not because I think that, you know, Uncle Tom was just a great person. I know by his fruits and by what he did in his life that he is with Jesus today, and I will one day see him. I'm promised that if, if uh, I receive Christ, and I have, and I am daily walking with Christ every day, having to pick up my cross, having to learn to deal with things and not uh, lash out in my flesh, like a lot of us, we have those struggles through that. And so today... Uh, I want to tell you that the Bible does say that our days are numbered. He puts us on this earth for a reason, has a plan and a purpose. Ecclesiastes talks about how we everything uh, works out uh, in its due season. All things uh, happen for a reason, really, is what it's saying. Is uh, There's a season to die, there's a time to live, uh, a time to celebrate, and a time to mourn. There's so many different things in Scripture uh, today. and uh, So I want to encourage you with that today. And I do want to have a quick shout-out to Leah and Ron Bynum. Uh, I know Leah approached me um, a couple months ago and said, hey, we love your podcast. Thank you uh, for doing it. We love listening. Good stuff. So we want to say hello to you today whenever you listen to this. This will be launched tomorrow at midnight, which will be in less than 12 hours. I'll be launching this uh, onto Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcast. Pod, I don't know if it's on Podbean. I can't remember. Apple Podcast. Uh, podcast addict. You can find it in so many different places. I'm so thankful for the opportunity to be able to get it out there. It doesn't cost us anything uh, to put them on all those things. We do pay monthly for a uh, a host to host our stuff to send it out, uh, and so uh, we don't ask. We're not asking for money. I'm not asking for anything. But uh, if you ever feel like you want to give into the kingdom of God and so into this ministry, we'll call it. Um, we would love to. If you have any questions, I do have. Uh, Cash App and Venmo, um, and uh, no, again, this is not a, th- a time to, uh, I'm not asking for money, but if you just feel led, it's uh, money sign Gabriel Ballard 18, that's my Cash App, money sign Gabriel Ballard 18, and then my Venmo, I, I usually have this memorized, uh, my Venmo is um, at Gabriel Ballard underscore 18, and that money will not go to anything but supporting this podcast or giving to the needy, giving to missions, um, sowing it into our local churches so that we can uh, advance the kingdom even further. Uh, I don't believe in that. I wouldn't even ask if it was for me. I would just work for it and find a job. But uh, my dad and I talked a lot about a lot about uh, um about a lot of good things yesterday. Dad's getting ready to go on to a couple trips. He's going to Fiji and New Zealand at the end of August, and he's going into October to Spain with our friend Josh Burgess, who has been on our show before, and to Verbo de Dios, uh, the church over there with Pastor Rafael and Jorge, my friends Alex and uh, uh, Martins in Spain. Um, in October, uh, that's where Dad's going in October. Uh, who else? Elvin. Uh, I was praying for them all. Yesterday we had a prayer night, and we were pr- praying for so many different people, our community, missions, uh, our st- our nation and our state with these things, the voting that's coming up. Please vote August 8th. Please be educated. I'm not going to say uh, 
who to vote for, what to vote for, but be educated. And if you are a Christian, you're a Christ follower. If it doesn't line up with Scripture, you should pray about it and question it uh, about these things because uh, our children are being are 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 at the the weight of this vote and many other things as well. And so uh, I've, I've been praying for that uh, my dad and for those that he's going to interact with, and he's taken a lot of books. Uh, with him to Fiji, I think about 200 books. And so if you're listening, if you have in, uh, an old suitcase uh, that zips, it doesn't have to be perfect, he's uh, to donate that you don't want because he'll, he'll just leave it there because he won't need to bring him back once he gets the books there. If you have those, uh, please email me again at Pastor Gabe at uh, ConnectionChurchOH.org. Again, that's Pastor Gabe at ConnectionChurchOH.org. And, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. We posted a dad made a post on Facebook. I shared it. A few other people shared it. Um, our connection church, Facebook page, uh, shared it. And so, uh, just so many things going on with the kingdom and ministry and being missional and being the church of the nations. I feel like God has called us to be more outward, not just in our community, but, uh, it, it, uh across the sea. I was in Spain in February and got to see, so many different things, so many things that's going on, good things, a lot of faithful people, people that are hungry for uh, the gospel, people that are hungry for a relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's so encouraging to see that. And it's not because, oh, well, America's doomed. It's not that at all. But we need to get the gospel out. And the Bible says go and make disciples uh, of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And uh, we were at Maker's Church. Shout out to uh, Derek Wooten uh, and Cam. Uh, we got to hang out with them Sunday night after church. Uh, our friend Cruz uh, from uh, South America, he's a Latin American church dire- uh, church plant director. Man, he's been called to go all over the world recently. And uh, he was at Maker's Church speaking Sunday night, and he was saying, God didn't just call us to be- make disciples of you know Germantown or Cincinnati or Dayton or Columbus or wherever you are. Uh, that's just Ohio. He didn't call you just to... You say, therefore, go and or go, therefore, make disciples of Indianapolis or German Germany or this city, because I know there's some listeners in Germany. It doesn't say just that, it says of all nations. And so we need to be more outward as churches. And churches are called to do different things and be uh, a stepping, uh, be a uh, not a stepping stone. That's a really bad way, to, not a stepping stone at all, but be uh, someone who supports. And you can do it in different ways by sending people, sending finances, sending items, uh, or doing all kinds of different things, supporting missionaries, this and that. And it's so important today. And and so uh, I, I wrote down a couple of things in my prayer time. And as a pastor, um, I'm a very new pastor. I've been a stu- I was a student pastor for about, oh man, seven years before I became a pastor. And uh, I now being a pastor for almost a year and a half have seen so many different things and the role is different the the needs are different the responsibilities are different all over the all around the board all over the map you know and one thing that i hate is when people don't come to church now there might be someone listening here today that says well i don't need to go to church to be a christian stop fooling yourself the Bible says, do not forsake the assembling of the body. It doesn't mean that you can't miss a Sunday for vacation. I'm about to do that. Take a day off, and I'm going to spend time with my family and Heather's family. My wife, we're going to go down. We're going to go out of town soon. And, uh, you know, it's good to get rest, but you always need to stay in the Word. Or, you know, I, 
I don't care how good of a Christian you are, even me working at a church, I still need to be in church. Uh, you know, uh, people miss because of this and that in sports and all this. It's like, we need to prioritize church again. And what's happened is we've taken scripture, we've taken things, and churches have taught, hey, you know, just because you miss Sunday doesn't mean you're a bad Christian. And that means, hey, I can miss more and still be a Christian. Well, you know, if I were to not be home all the time or much at all, it would affect my marriage. It doesn't mean I have to be home all the time, but eventually it's going to affect my relationship with Heather. When you're not in church, with you're not when you're not with the body, it's going to affect your relationship with people, your relationship with God, because when you most people that are working in the secular world, man, you got to be strong because there's a lot of things that are being thrown right at us out in this culture, out in society, and if you are not getting in your word and praying and you have people in your inner circle uh, that are encouraging you through Christ and in scripture and prayer daily, I'm telling you, it's so, so, so important to have that because people that work in like, man, I tell you the, the construction industries and the, I worked in the automotive industry and all these places where there's some hard, hard necked people. It doesn't mean they're bad people, blue collar, good, hardworking people, but there's dirty jokes, there's cussing, there's things that they shouldn't be doing. People are cheating on their wives and, and cheating on their partners, whatever it is. And you're just around that. And it's so important to surround yourself. And it doesn't mean that you have to go to church every day. If God said, hey, let's, let's, go, let's go to church, there's something special about church services. And, uh, and so uh, why don't people go to church anymore? Well, it's because the American church and the culture, they said, well, you don't have to be a Christian to go to, you don't have to, go to church to be a Christian. And I just told you the main scripture. But there's many other scriptures that are going to tell us in, in the Bible that if you, you know, if you, if you don't go to church, if you're not following Christ, there's things that are going to happen. Uh, I wrote down compromise. Are we compromising? Yeah. We're compromising uh, his priorities for our priorities. Uh, and so it's like, well, you know, God's always there. Well, I, I'm good at, and I can do things on my own. I, things are working out just fine. And uh, I want to go do this. And, I, you know, you only live once. Me and my dad talked about YOLO yesterday. That was big when I was in high school, graduating high school 13, 14 years ago. And it was, you would do something and say YOLO, which means you only live once, so let's do it. And it's it's not really true. You only live, if you're a Christian, you live forever. You just live, you live on this earth for, for a short period of time until you spend eternity with him, but you never really, really die. But if you don't believe in Christ, there's an eternity, unfortunately. for it, This is not just for... Uh, people that don't know Christ, if I did not believe in Jesus, if I still didn't choose this, I'd be destined the same place that anybody else was going. So this isn't a condemnation, but I'm telling you, we cannot compromise. We have a lot of things coming up in our churches, a lot of things, division, the Jezebel spirit, deceit, sin, uh, so many things, uh, manipulation, uh, spiritual manipulation and stuff. It's just like, let's preach the word of God. Let's preach the word of God with truth and in love. The Bible also says to worship in spirit and in truth. So we need word and we need moves of the spirit. We can't just rely on emotions. We can't rely on a, a bunch of good worship songs to get us emotional. We need to get into the word of God. We need to be together to dive in. We need to be strong because, listen, the devil's not going to, he's not going to relent. He's already got his, uh, his big head it's rared up, all this stuff, the LGBTQ plus communities and all this stuff, throwing stuff down our throats, down our kids' throats, all of these different things. But yet we wonder why our lives are the way we, they are, but we don't go to church.
We don't gather together. Church is a community. If you read the early church in Acts, they were together. They built community. They believed in unity. They were in each other's houses, making meals together, cooking, giving the shirts off their back. If they needed a blanket, they went and got a blanket. If they needed a pot or a pan, they probably gave them a pot or a pan. There were so many different things that they did in the early church that we, uh, we need to adopt back. But like my friend Cruz said, the church was just starting out. So there's a lot of things they did not know what to do. They were basing it off of Jesus and what they're being told, but it was all new. But they knew that the one thing that could that could keep them from falling is community and staying together. So my question is, what did we miss as a church? What did we miss as Christians to say, hey, I don't have to go to church. I think the statistic recently was if you go to church once every six weeks, that is actually modern day considered a church attender. Once every six weeks. Let me ask you this. If you went to work once every six weeks, would that consider you an employee? And you probably wouldn't have a job. Now, people can get on here and argue, well, I'm a casual, I just do this. Uh, Healthcare, I'm a PRN, I just pick up shifts. No, one every six weeks. That's a long time. That's a month and a half, sometimes even longer. So if you think about that, we missed something. We missed uh, that everything else is a sacrifice. This church is convenient. No, I'm telling you, parents, whatever you're teaching your kids now at a young age, they're going to, whatever you're using as priorities now, they're going to use those priorities when they get older. So if you're not making a priority, a, a church a priority now, they're not going to make church a priority when they get older. And we wonder why. We say, well, we need prayer for our kids. We Our, our kids are going crazy. And yes, they're so... As they get older, the only thing we can do is pray. My mom and dad could tell you how many times they were praying on weekends when I moved out and I was partying and I was drinking, I was doing things. And I'm so thankful that Jesus decided to have mercy on me and that I didn't die. I didn't do anything stupid enough to lose my life and to lose my life fully to the devil. Now I was raised in church. I believed in God. I had a, a somewhat of a relationship with him in high school, but as I got older, money and fame, and I saw society and how I needed to be, and so I made money and I partied, and I saw that everybody else was doing it, so it was so much fun, and I look back now, it's like, you only had fun for about 10 minutes if you've ever drank. Okay, I saw a question on Facebook, and they weren't criticizing, but it was just a page, I don't know why it was on my Facebook, but it says, people that don't drink, why? It wasn't like bashing, but why don't we drink? Well, I don't need the influence of something else. As Christians, we have the influence of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Now, I do want to tell you this. For the, I went to Spain, and there's a lot of cultural different things all over the world with drinking and stuff. But I would tell you this from a former, you know, borderline alcoholic beginner. Just don't do it. It's better just not to do it. Don't drink. Don't party. I'm telling you, not, alcohol does not attract me. I don't need to drink. I don't see a need to have a drink every time I go somewhere. Yes, I I like to have certain drinks when I go out to the restaurant. Like, I love sparkling water and I love coffee. Those are my two biggest things right now. I always love coffee, but man, I I don't want to drink pop. But I'm telling you, we're we're, we're getting, we're missing something here. And we've allowed things in our church to happen where, oh, well, we can drink a little bit here and there. It's not going to hurt us. We can do this and that and it's not going to hurt us and it's always the beginning of something, and it turns into something big, and we get caught up in something. A lot of these churches are allowing people just to come on their pulpits and preach and sing and speak and all this other stuff without even thinking, hey, what's your spiritual like life like? 
I attended a church. I was on staff at a church that uh, allowed um, people that decided to believe in other things that had no biblical foundation that didn't support the Bible at all to play instruments and sing. And that went on for a while until it was finally brought up by other people. We can't be compromising. There's, there's, there is order in the church. Now, I'm not saying we got to be specific. Listen, I want to be like John the Baptist. I want to be so passionate. I want to tell people about Jesus. But there's some things we just cannot let on our, on our, in our pulpits because it's sacred. Okay, but it doesn't mean you got people coming into your church and they drank the night before or they might be high coming in. No, no, no. They come in and we help them and we disciple them and we and we teach them uh, what the word of God says and we nurture them. And we don't force things down their throat. But if you're letting people up, lead people into worship, uh, supposedly leading people into the presence of God. We can't have people that are sleeping around, believing in this and that, that has that. The Bible says is a sin to be leading in. That's dangerous, folks. But we want lost people in church. We want lost people. I do. We pray for the lost. Our church is called Connection Church, where we connect people to a loving God. It's not up to me. It's up to the message. As a pastor, I know there's other pastors that will listen or people that have preached and said, man, I just butchered that, le- that message. I just butchered that sermon. No one listened. But it's our job to just plant the seed and let God do it. And so I would encourage you today, if you're listening, I'm going to wrap it up. It's short. It's by, I'm by myself. I wanted to have a podcast. out. I don't want to miss a, a Friday, especially with me leaving uh, for vacation in the next uh, week or so. But uh, go to church, find a local church, get rooted in, in and uh, a church where you can support the vision. I'll say that. Don't go somewhere just because you want to go to church. Someone's told you to go to church like me. But, you know, get rooted, get involved, serve, find a place where you could uh, belong, uh, serve in, as an usher, a sound guy, uh, children's ministries, youth ministries, nursery worker, security team, whatever it is, maintenance. Get involved. There's, there are plenty of people that want you to come. They want to know you. And more importantly, Jesus wants to know you. He wants to change your life. He changed my life. There's a lot of people that don't like change. Well, Jesus came down to change things. He changed things for the good. So he can change your life just so you change mine and my dad's, who's all, usually on here. But I love you today, and uh, it's been a different podcast, I know. Um, it's uh, now 2.35 on August 3rd, and again, I'm in my office. It's warm outside. The Reds have gotten blown out. If you need to pray about something, pray for the Cincinnati Reds. The day just got blown out, I think. Let's see, they just got beat total 34 to 14 in the last two games or something, 34 to 15. They're still in first place, God willing. They stay that way. There's a lot of things going on. But, uh, but be encouraged today. That, and remember, God is for you. He's not against you. I know there's a lot of people struggling with, with church and going to church and believing in Jesus. And I, I understand you. We understand you. I'm not here to push this stuff down your throat, but I'm just telling you what the Bible says. It doesn't mean we have to be old school or old fashioned or traditional. There are new things. Um, there's uh, there are new things we can do to reach people. Uh, I always use an example. Uh, the Big Mac itself uh, as, uh, is probably one of the most popular sandwiches in all the world since it was created in McDonald's. I'm going to say 1950s. It might have been made in 1912. But the one thing that changed was the packaging, colors, boxes, all that stuff. But the recipe for the Big Mac never changed. 
So we can present the gospel in new ways, but don't forget that it's the gospel. Don't fabricate it. Don't try to change it. We can't change the word of God. We can't add things to it. But what we can do is show people the love of Christ. We don't have to preach to them. Just show them love with our actions by giving to them, not just financially, but of our time, our, our talents, our skills, our abilities, and our love and, and being there for people. It's so important in today's culture to be there and create unity and have community today. So I love you today. Uh, Be blessed. I hope you have a great weekend if you're listening on a Friday. I hope you just are doing amazing. School starting back up. We're getting ready to give out backpacks to kids and here at our church. And we've got a lot of things coming up. We're going to have a week of prayer and fasting uh, here in a couple weeks. And it's just going to be an amazing time, a shift into the fall and into the winter. I can't believe it's already getting there. But if you're like me, I love fall. I love the fall colors. I love the leaves. I love football. Football on a chilly Saturday morning with with chili on the stove. It's one of my favorite things. So be blessed. We'll see you soon, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.